Hey guys, it's Jay Monroe, fashion curator of jaymonroe.com, helping you to be fierce, fabulous, and fearless. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Slay with Jay podcast, where I serve essential life hacks to help you slay your confidence from the inside out. Welcome to episode four, but first, boundaries. Excited to bring you guys yet another episode, and in particular, this topic, because whether it was something I saw online, maybe an interaction between two people, or even experiences that people shared with me, I've just been seeing so many confirmations that I need to speak on this. Boundaries are the bad word of self care, it's so taboo for some people, and it can be a touchy thing to speak up on or to get clear about. So I'm just going to give you guys the core foundation and the tools that you need to successfully establish, implement, and manage your boundaries. So let's jump right into it. Now, boundaries, an easy definition, is simply a line that marks the limit of an area. We can maybe relate that to, let's say, cars driving in a lane. Now, on the street and the freeway, they have lines marking where a car can drive, right? Now, picture if there were no lines everybody on the road doing whatever they wanted to, there would be complete chaos. Now, the same applies to us in that we need boundaries to keep things that are detrimental from happening to us. Personal boundaries are intentional, physical, emotional, and mental limits created to simply communicate to other people something that would disrupt your spirit, your peace, or simply put your values. Now, when you don't set boundaries, it can be highly damaging to your confidence, your life, and just your overall well-being. You're stressed out because you lack boundaries. Your confidence is broken because you don't know how to say no to other people and say yes to yourself. Your boundaries are a direct reflection of your confidence. If you're clear about who you are, you'll be clear about anything you accept that goes against it. We teach people our worth by how we allow them to treat us. And if that's always a negative interaction, it's going to be a huge detriment to your insecurities and how you feel about yourself. When you have clear boundaries, that leaves no room for assumption and it reduces stress, anxiety. There's no room for that whatsoever. Now, boundaries are needed to establish limits to basically protect ourselves from being manipulated from being used or violated by other people. So how do you know when to set a boundary? A few good indicators that you might need to set a boundary are when something happened and it causes you to either feel taken advantage of or disrespected or violated, or even just makes you uncomfortable or generally doesn't make you feel good about who you are. Now, side note, not everything that makes you uncomfortable requires a boundary. Sometimes it requires growth. Now, sometimes it requires a boundary and growth. You'll know it requires growth by asking yourself, will allowing this action on a continual basis make me a better person for me? Now, of course, we want to be great people for the people around us, but we first want to be the best version of ourselves for ourselves. So really take a step back to answer that question before you consider creating a boundary. Now, there are many scenarios in which boundaries are needed. 
You might have boundaries in your family, your friendships, your workplace, even your relationships. Now, professional boundaries, some examples might be, you know, not allowing people to contact you after a certain time for business or handling work emails on your day off. Another boundary might be communicating that you can't take on more work until you've completed certain tasks or not taking on something that's outside of your scope of work. If people think you won't just say yes to please them, they'll definitely think twice about overburdening you with something they could either do themselves or have somebody else do. Another is how you allow people to talk to you, whether that be a customer, a coworker, a colleague, a manager. Respect is a top priority and it's a two-way street. I've seen a lot of people get talked down to or in a rude or a condescending manner, and they simply not speak up because they're afraid to lose their jobs. Jobs come a dime a dozen. No job is worth tolerating harassment or disrespect. If I experience any of that at any job, I'm walking out, point blank, period. There are so many other opportunities and jobs and places that will value who I am as a person and my skill set without harassment or disrespect. So that's not to be tolerated. Now, in your family, you might have a toxic family member that you don't allow to contact you. Or if they do, you're maybe limiting the time that you speak with them. And I've had this happen and other family members would try to intervene to try to force that boundary. And I've had to be very clear and say, no, you know, this is what I will not tolerate. And I will not compromise my peace because of it. My peace is non-negotiable. Now, you may enforce a rule of maybe no phones at dinner time or limit phone time if you are having maybe family time. And I know for people that we're comfortable around, such as our family, we get very comfortable with them and we're very laid back and relaxed. And it's just like we see you every day. That can be kind of damaging. So if this is something that you do enforce, you can make it seem as if it's not a bad thing, which it isn't. And, you know, this can apply to relationships or friendships as well. But having that boundary doesn't have to be seen as a restriction. That boundary is set in place to help you better your connections, especially in today's age where everybody is constantly in their phones. You see people out at dinner or you see a family together and everybody is literally in their phones. So maybe enforcing that rule could be a boundary that you have to say, hey, when we're out to dinner or, hey, when we're having family time, we're limiting the amount of time that we spend on our phones or we're not having phones for an hour. Whatever the case may be, that's put in place to help you better your connections. Or you might be a person that always lends money out or helps everybody out in some form or fashion when they're in a bind. If someone is continuing a behavior or a pattern that keeps them in a cycle or they're constantly taking advantage of your help, you may need to set a boundary. Hey, I notice you're always blowing money on shoes and you expect me to help cover your bills. Girl, I can't support your financial choices, whatever the case may be. If you're someone who's a giver, you especially need to set boundaries because people who just take, 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 rarely, if ever, set boundaries. So you need to make sure that you put those boundaries in place. Friendships, you know, respecting each other's time. If someone constantly shows up late or takes up an excessive amount of your time or demands all of your 
undivided attention or it just completely disregards your needs and your schedule, that's a problem. These are simple issues of respect and respect should be number one in any relationship, friendship, relationship, business, you know, relationship, whatever the case may be, respect is number one. You may have a friend who only contacts you when they need something. You might say, hey, look, I only hear from you when you need or want something. If you want to be a part of my life, I ask that you just check in with me from time to time, see how I'm doing, catch up over drinks, whatever. That's a boundary you can set in your friendships. It's not, uh, I can use you whenever I want to use you. That's not how friendships work. So making sure that people are not taking advantage of your friendship. There might be boundaries around trust, which is one of the most important elements in any relationship, and a friendship is no exception. That means keeping private information private. Now, if someone ask, is asking you something you don't feel comfortable sharing, you can just let them know, hey, I'd rather not talk about it. In the same token, you have to be willing to let your friends, family, colleagues, whomever, feel comfortable in keeping certain things to themselves. And just because they don't want to share, it doesn't make your relationship with that person any less valid. It's just a boundary that they've put in place and you need to simply respect that. How much you tell them, and this can apply to family, friends, colleagues, again, any situation. One learned skill that took me a little time was learning not only what to share, but who to share with. Some things I would share with certain friends or family members about goals or personal situations and the same enthusiasm and joy that I had was either not reciprocated or it was met with negativity or criticism. And so very quickly, I stopped sharing things with those people. Everything doesn't need to be shared with everybody. You need to set appropriate boundaries with sharing anything that gives you joy. Now, this doesn't mean don't share things that make you happy. Not at all. By all means do. But just be very selective on who you share it with. Most times, this will come from experience. Now, in dating and relationships, if you're single and you're just beginning to date someone, you don't have to be an open book right away. You get to decide what you choose to share about your past relationships and experiences. One boundary that you can and should have in a relationship is having your alone or your me time. Communicating when and how much time you need to recharge is helpful in your relationships and even friendships. I personally enjoy my own company. It gives me time to solely catch up with myself and my thoughts. And there's a quote by Bell Hooks that I love, and it says, knowing how to be solitary is central to the art of loving. When we can be alone, we can be with others without using them as a means of escape. Isn't that powerful? It's so powerful to have your alone time to get to know yourself. I feel like when you spend time with yourself, you really get to know yourself. And that quote rings so true because you can actually enjoy other people with, without meeting them. And I absolutely love that. Another could be when a disagreement happens, you and your partner may have boundaries such as not yelling or cursing at each other. And that's one boundary I have in any disagreement. You're not yelling at me, cursing at me, or talking to me like you're crazy. We can communicate like adults, or I won't be participating in this conversation. Or you might have boundaries on not sharing problems or disagreements outside of your relationship so that it doesn't cause friction between you and your partner. 
Now, I think we all have either been in or known someone who shares all of their relationship woes with a friend or a family member, only to have it backfire or one person forgives the other, but whoever they share the problems with still has an issue with them, which then creates a new problem in that relationship. So you definitely want to make sure you set boundaries in your relationships as well. You can also have boundaries with yourself. Now, one major one is how you speak to yourself. I personally never speak negatively to or about myself, which means I don't allow others to directly do it to me either. Guess what that translates into? More confidence. Many people won't respect you any more than you respect yourself. So you have to set that example. Another could be social media. Are you limiting how much time you spend on social media to get priorities done? Or are you being particular about the types of people and the content that you follow? For me, I absolutely do because there's always something that needs to be done. And I am very selective on what I allow to feed my spirit. So that is a must for me. One personal boundary that I've established to ensure that my day starts off on the right track is I pray in Read scripture before I respond to any emails, any texts, calls, or even get on social media. That really sets the tone for my day. You might be trying to lose weight, eat healthier, or save money and say, okay, I'm setting a personal boundary where I'm only eating out once a week. I could go on forever, but personal boundaries really help you to become more disciplined. And when you're more disciplined, it's easier to master a thing. The more you master a thing, the more confident you become in it. Think about an area in your life that you need to become more disciplined and one boundary you can implement to master it. This will help you in setting those boundaries. Now, what are some of the things that keep you from setting boundaries? Not knowing yourself or your values. Always putting the needs and feelings of other people before your own or believing a boundary is going to hinder or jeopardize a relationship or an opportunity. At the core of all of those things is simply fear, guilt, or doubt. Now you have to give yourself permission to set boundaries. It's not about are you worth you know, what you're asking for. Take that out of the equation. You have permission, give yourself permission to set boundaries. So how do you set boundaries or manage a boundary that's been crossed? Number one, you want to be clear on what your values are. When you know without a doubt what you will and will not tolerate, it's easy to create a boundary. Number two, speak up. Do not wait. As soon as it happens, communicate that boundary. If you don't, that person might assume that you don't have an issue with it and that they can do it again. And trust me, they will do it over and over and over again. Number three, be direct. Don't drop hints or be passive aggressive about it. Don't pass it off as a joke. Be very clear about what your boundary is. Number four, be firm. Now this doesn't indicate that you need to be mean about it, crass, you know, sassy, what have you, but be assertive. Many difficult people get away with being difficult simply because nobody checks them. Nobody stands up to them. If you're assertive, you become someone that people do not try it with. Someone that is respected rather than taken advantage of. And I can tell you that from experience, there is not many people who try me 
And I'm not saying that in a cocky way. I'm saying that because I am very firm with my boundaries. Now, also keep in mind, nobody is perfect. People make mistakes. Now, while some things are immediate deal breakers, in other things, you may allow people's face to simply be human, especially when you're first communicating a boundary to them. Now, this doesn't mean you're giving them permission to disrespect you or to hurt you or violate you, but it's simply allowing them a small margin for error. Nobody is perfect. Not me, not you, nobody. So you have to give people that room to say, okay, I understand we might mess up from time to time, but how they handle it after you communicate it to them will tell you whether or not it was a genuine mistake or if they simply don't respect it, which leads to my last tip, number five. Be willing to walk away. No matter who it is, if someone constantly doesn't respect a boundary that you've established to protect yourself, they don't respect you, period. If you find yourself consistently having to communicate or reinforce the same boundaries to the same person, that is a strong indicator that you should reconsider that relationship. So in any given situation, you always have a choice. Are you going to allow this to continue or are you going to remove yourself? You can't be afraid that you'll lose an opportunity, a job, or a relationship with someone. The people and the opportunities that are for you will not require you to compromise your values. So be unapologetic about protecting your space, preserving your peace, and honoring yourself with your boundaries. Thanks for listening to Slay with Jay. If you or your followers know someone who would benefit from this episode, go ahead and share the link. If you've gathered anything from this episode or it's helped you in any way, I'd love to hear your feedback. Find me at Jay Monroe on Instagram and Twitter using the hashtag SlayWithJ to share your thoughts. Until next time and always, slay in your life.